views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Loving, loving, loving this. It is so good that I get to introduce all of you uh, to someone new to our radio family, uh, but not new to the world of conscious being. And, you know, today I'm loving to introduce you to Awakened Living Radio with my special co-host today, TJ, TJ Woodward. You know, so what is Awakened Living, today's show? Um, TJ is the author of Conscious Being, and today we're going to discuss some of the many, many spiritual topics that show up in our lives. You know, questions we ask ourselves. You know, what happens when the mind runs rapid? What happens when you've heard people talk about the true nature, but you don't know what that is? You know, if you've never experienced what our true nature is, how do you know what it is? And what happens when we're living in this place where awakening is not the thing that we even think about or do? How do we break free of what we now know are the shackles of sleeping through life and become a conscious being? or be in the state of conscious being. Today, T.J. Woodward is joining me here today. You can find out more about him by going to tjwoodward.com or the book, consciousbeingbook.com. For many of you, if you're thinking, wow, how do I become a conscious being? It's got to be for T.J. and Pat, maybe, maybe just more for T.J., but you're going to hear some things in the radio series that we're doing together. It's going to give you an opportunity to step in this place of consciousness. Why? Because this is something TJ has been doing for quite some time. Spiritual author, awakening coach, inspirational speaker, addiction counselor. He helps people change the way they experience life through a very simple yet extremely powerful teaching. And so as the founding minister of the Awakened Living Spiritual Center in San Francisco, he's also the author of the book Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. And now, as the host of Awaken Living TV and Awaken Living Radio, this is about awakening. But what do we need to know about it? How do we, how do we look at our lives to see if there's something in the way of the awakening that's so ready to happen for each of us? And does it have to be in the Katy Perry song, Fireworks, or can it be a candle in the wind? Welcome to the show, TJ. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Pat. It's, it's such an honor to be with you on the show today. 
Well, let's start out at first with getting to know a little bit about you. How would you describe yourself? Would you describe yourself in your own awakening as that of, you know, Katy Perry fireworks or more like Elton John, candle in the wind? <laughs> you know, I love your analogy, and I'm going to say that it's been both. I've definitely had the firework experiences. I was actually sitting with that. It's, it's really funny that you're bringing that, that analogy up because I was sitting before the show started really being with what my own awakening has looked like, and I've had these intense spiritual experiences, and I, at the time, thought, oh, this is it. I just shifted permanently, and I'm no longer going to have what I call the human experience, and what happened for me after these, I guess we could say, firework experiences, is that my mind did gradually creep back in. As a matter of fact, sometimes it came back in with full force, so although these firework experiences were really fun... The awakening that I'm really interested in talking about today and the awakening that I'm interested in witnessing in the clients I work with and what I'm seeing happening on the planet really is more this candle on the wind experience where we're gradually waking up to this, this greater reality, this ultimate truth of who we are, this, this true nature, which is really a process of, for most of us, really questioning and dis- disengaging the mind and what we thought who and what we were and opening up to this new way of being. Wow. And, you know, so part of this is really looking at how we get to interpret the things that show up in our lives. You know, I want to stop for a minute and, and just talk with you about, you know, the nature of who you've become. And what do I mean by that is, I mean, I just have given people a snippet, a few things to think about, you know, whether it's tuning in to your Awakened Living Sunday celebration, which people can watch, uh, or, or reading your book, uh, Conscious Being, or working with you one-on-one. I mean, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles, TJ, that you personally had to overcome, right? You. You, like like you and me, what did you have to overcome to get you to this very moment? Well, is our show five hours today? Because I could Oh, okay, <laughs> right, I know. Yeah. I mean, I we could do part I, one. Okay, part one is that I had to overcome believing that I was my thought. You know, I, I, I tell a story in the very beginning of my book, Conscious Being, that I think really speaks to the emphasis of what, my spiritual journey is about, and that's this story, and if you, if you don't mind, I'll tell this story. A young couple had a, a four-year-old, and then they had a second baby, and the four-year-old was sneaking into the baby's room every night, and they were curious what the toddler was saying to the infant, so they put up a baby monitor, and they, to their astonishment, they heard the four-year-old saying to the baby, please tell me about God, I'm beginning to forget. And so this story, when, when I heard this story, it resonated so deeply with me because I, I experience in everyone that I meet, every client I work with, and certainly in my own journey, that I came into this world with a real sense of knowing that I'm one with this power, and then I forgot. You know, life began to teach me other than that. And I'm, I'm, I'm really going to get to your question. So I it woke up one day, well, actually, I was I, I realized I was, fast asleep one day and recognized that I was believing all of these uh, lies about myself and the world. And so for me, when I made the conscious choice or when I had the inner knowing to go into ministry and spiritual coaching, 
absolutely everything that I had built in my life that was built really on a shaky foundation. And what I mean by that, it was built from this egoic sense of self. Uh, Money, uh, prestige, the house on the hill, the car, all of that had become uh, more important to me than my connection with spirit, or I would even say from my consciousness now, connection as spirit, knowing that's the truth of who I am. So life blessed me. And, and I say this now, life blessed me with uh, me losing everything that I owned. Uh, and this was right about the time I turned 40, which was 10 years ago. I just turned 50 last week, and I'm so grateful for that. Happy birthday! Thank you so much, Pat. Yeah, so everything that I had built on this foundation that I guess I would call an egoic way of being crumbled very quickly. So I, I, I see that as life really blessing me with an opportunity to rebuild my life from the inside out. You know, here we are, inside out. And you and I have talked. So, you know, many of us, uh, many, many many of the people listening have heard a little bit about, you know, my life and some of the things that have happened in it. But I've not really talked about it, you know, very much. What is, it, what, what is the importance uh, in the world we live in today, TJ, of getting the information out there, even if it does require us, you know, to share stories of our life that perhaps are somewhat personal. Yeah. Well, it, it's really fascinating because um, I, I write in the book Conscious Being, I, I just bullet pointed some clear signs of unawakened living and some clear signs of awakened living. And one of the things mm-hmm. I listed in Clear Signs of Awakened Living is expressing authenticity and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I know in my own journey, some of those things that I was so ashamed of or some of those things that were so difficult and so challenging, especially those that I could see that I created myself, the difficulties were the very thing that when I was willing to express that in an authentic and vulnerable way, that's what's helping people. And I feel like that's what's really different right now in what, what I'm seeing as this rapid acceleration of awakening. Such a big part of it is us owning our own story and having the courage to speak to it. And as Pema Children says, one of my favorite uh, teachers, when we make friends with our own darkness, we're able to be in the presence of another's. And that seems to be what's happening now, that as I am willing, in my own story, as I've been willing to find the courage to speak to my own journey, um, what we would call the good, the bad, and the ugly, which I would love to talk about good and bad in a minute if we we can get to that. Um, Yes. When I'm willing to share that, it always helps another person, always. Well, this is really so, so important. And, you know, I know we're going to be doing an entire series with TJ. Today, I love this. Today, what is awakened living? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like, taste like? What do we want to know about that? When we come back, we're going to talk about conscious being. We're going to talk about the title of the book, but more importantly, I think, is what is consciousness? How many times have you heard that word? How, how many of us have heard that word and think it's only for a handful of people on the planet? You know, that here we are living today and we really can't affect change. That's our belief. Let's see if it's true. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. TJ Woodward in the house. We're going to let you know about his book, how you can get a copy of it, but most importantly, a lot of other things and how you can connect with him and 
introduce you to this world of consciousness and awakened living. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Ali Katz. Join Ali and Dr. Pat as Ali introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less, live more. To learn more about Ali, visit livemoreradio.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. T.J. Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host T.J. Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basile is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Wow, 
Wow. Thank you, Benny. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. TJ Woodward joining me here today. And by the way, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a um, little bit. Let's TJ, before we jump ahead, uh, and we also have a caller calling in. And for those of you out there, you want to chat 1-800-930-2819. First, tell us a little bit about the Awakened Living Sunday celebration and how people can find out more about that. And also about you and the one-on-one work you do. Lincoln Living is a spiritual community in San Francisco. We started about three years ago with a divine idea that what people are looking for in the 21st century isn't uh, reliance upon a teaching from the past, but really about accessing inner wisdom. So our Sunday morning gathering is a little bit different than you might think of as church, although in some ways it kind of looks like that. We have amazing world-class musicians. We do a meditation and a talk. I do a talk, but we also have a community conversation, so members of the community can either speak or they can ask questions, and not in the way of they ask a question and I answer it, but they ask a question and we discuss it. So it's really cool. You can, If you're in the San Francisco area, we meet at the chapel at Fort Mason every Sunday at 11. And if you're not in San Francisco and want to watch us live stream, you just check out our website, awakenedlivingss.org. You can't miss it. There's a big button. You just click to watch live stream. And so that's a great way to join us from all over the world. Um, in terms of my personal practice, um, I'm an awakening coach, and people will often ask me what that means. And, of course, what we're talking about today is what is awakened living. So I, what I do with clients one-on-one, um, I have clients all over the world I meet with on FaceTime or Skype and then also in person in San Francisco. I'm really, I know my purpose on the planet this time around is to be a witness to and a catalyst for this awakening process. So um, I've developed a program where we go in and look at what in the past needs to be addressed and released, how we create a conscious presence, which I think we can talk more about, and then how we look to the future. So often people, you know, will will go to a coach and really want to start building the the life of their dreams, maybe without wanting to go back and look at those, those things that uh, we perceive block us from experiencing ourselves in our true nature. So this is really about, I would say I'm an unlearning coach, so not a learning. This is about unlearning all those ideas that we've gathered about ourselves and the world. So it's really just my honor to be with people. Um, I, people come to me at all different ages of what we would call conscious awareness. Um, I had a client recently that read my book that lives in South Texas, and she said, you know, I just don't have anyone talking this language where I'm at. And we just had some incredible sessions of talking about what it means to access inner wisdom and how we express that in our lives. So it's just my honor to work with people one-on-one and um, also facilitate groups. But we can talk about that at another time. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's so great. I think the best way to kick this off is to go to the phones right now because I always love the way spirit shows up on these shows. And I know there's absolutely no mistake in what this particular caller may have to say to us and what questions he has. Mr. Benny. Well, we're throwing it back even sooner than Thursday because typically, uh, you know, you're the throwback Thursday. But we want to do it on a Monday. We're bringing back our good old buddy Jay from Canada. We haven't heard from him in uh, quite a while. So, Jay, welcome back. What's going on? Jay. Hey. Hey, Benny. Hey, thanks for talking to you. Hey, Hey, Dr. Pat. Jay, where have you been? We missed you. I'm hiding, actually. I'm hibernating. Why? (laughs) 
that's okay. You know what? I'm going to go hide this weekend. So I totally get it. I understand it. And how has the hiding been uh, working for you? Pretty good? Now I'm, you know, I'm crawling out of the rabbit hole now, and that's like oh. I'm asking lots of questions right now. Oh, well, go ahead, yeah. and I'm going to turn you over to my friend TJ because he knows how to answer these questions, Jay. It's great to hear you. Hi, Jay. How are yeah, you? Thanks for talking to you. Pretty good. How about yourself? Great. My how can we is, help is you? Being a guy. Pardon me? How can we help you? Well, thank you. Um, in this regards to being a guy and being spiritual, uh, the relationships now are really different. You know, if you're looking, I'm looking for a spiritual relationship. So it's really different than what I would call the mainstream relationship. I just wondered how, when the guys start awakening, how does that actually change relationships, whether it's, you know, looking one for one or, or one that's in, in the present? Like, so, that's my question. Wow, well, this is this is a fantastic question, and I think that there's so many different ways we can talk about that. I know that in my own awakening, as I woke up more and more, I found that my relationships were shifting and changing. Now, sometimes, and to be really honest, sometimes relationships, you know, seemingly ended, you know, and one of the things I write about in the book, uh, conscious being in terms of clear signs of awakened living is being unattached to outcomes. Now, I was someone that was so attached to outcomes that I wanted relationships to work in a particular way. So as I woke up, a lot of the relationships that were in my life shifted dramatically. I think also what you're asking is as you wake up, what you're looking for in terms of connecting with the relationship is different. Is that is that true? Yeah, it's actually different because you're always evolving too. So it's it's going to change either you're at that moment going up or down. It it it's, it seems like it's shifting all the time according to what's going on with you. Yeah, for sure. And that, yeah, and a couple of things I can say about that. For me, what what at different times I have found um, relationships, of course, to be such an important part of evolution. So. Um, the more and more conscious I have become, the more and more important it is for me to surround myself with people that are conscious beings as well. Um, I, one of the chapters in the book, Conscious Being, is called Finding True Love. And I remember my I, I did a talk on this, Finding True Love, and my partner actually listened to it. And he said, um, honey, you tricked me. I thought you were going to teach people how to find their soulmate or how to look yeah. for their perfect partner. And it was about finding out the truth of who and what we are, which is love. And as I wake up to that, it seems like the relationships in the external realm just match that vibration in such a natural and organic way. I guess the way I'll answer that is as I focus on my own beingness and my own evolution, uh, those relationships in the outer realm seem to work themselves out rather than me focusing on I don't know if you're if you're looking for a relationship or you're wanting to enhance the relationships in your life, Jay. I'm not sure where you're at with that. Where are you, oh, Jay, yeah, just, with you that? Know, I'm just looking right now, so because okay. I'm just seeing what you know, whether what other people where they are right now. It's always asking. Yeah, when we ask that question, eh? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my 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 guess for each of us is that we want to. Find people in our lives in every capacity, whether it's an intimate relationship, well, all relationships are intimate, but different types of relationships. So as I honor my own awakening and my own evolution, it seems 
that it's important that I surround myself. That's that with people that are on the same path. So that's why I think spiritual community can be such a powerful tool during this process. We we end up finding people there that are matching our vibration and it can really help us uh, live in a more awakened life. I don't know if that is that answering your question, Jay? That actually answers really quite a bit and I bet so yeah. I, I guess the question that I would have is, and this has really been, you know, Jay, this has been a, like, like a point for me to really look at. Um, you know, I can usually look at um, what's happening on the inside of me sometimes, and I get a lot of help to do that. I mean, I work with a number of different coaches because if there's something not going on well in my outside world, you know, I grew up with a mom, a stepmom that was very, very clear that there had to be something on the inside. Now, you know, she was not as uh, kind and uh, and helpful as CJ is here in the show. She was more direct about that. And, you know, the thing that she told me about spirituality, and I, I know you've heard this before, I grew up with, uh, you know, a, a Buddhist sister, Catholic father and Southern Baptist mother. And so, and then there's a whole dabbling of a whole bunch of other things. And one of the things that I learned from any and all of that is to take a look at the strength of my own spiritual practice and what do I really believe. And I'm not saying that that's it for you, but I've never been able to do it alone. I mean, I've tried. I've tried earlier in my life when I was younger to try to do it alone. And what I found was that that never worked for me. I'm my own worst enemy. You know, when I look inside, I think everything is great. But I'll tell you, though, that today's world we live in, there's so many ways to get help, to get clarity for yourself. And, you know, and is, is the spiritual path for men different than women? And I think that that, is, that too is an interesting question, which I actually don't know much about. Um, but I do know this, that, you know, part of this is being able to connect in a world now where there's so much available and so much we could do. And, Jay, so you know what I'm saying here? TJ? Yeah, and one of the things that I would say to that, too, because we have seen gender roles changing so dramatically, and I, in working with men, depending on a, a man's age, men were so, you know, maybe 20 years ago, men were taught not to feel, you know, not really to be in touch with any intuitive, they're part of their intuitive nature. So for many men, this evolution that's happening is really giving themselves permission to live from a feeling perspective as well. And I'll tell you this, um, the women that I know are loving that. They're loving the men that they're in relationship with, getting more and more in touch with their feeling and their authentic nature. It's just a beautiful part of the evolution where we're not teaching our men that they, you know, they have to be strong and, and not feel and only come from their mind. So it's really, you know, it's part of uh, the disorientation of evolution, too, is as I disengage from my mind and into this new way of being, Sometimes there's these uncomfortable periods, and I know we could talk more about that, Pat, as well. Yeah. Jay, how, what do you think so far? Well, that's your really great, great, great wisdom. Great, great wisdom. All right. Yeah. Well, do me, do me a favor. 
um, you know, don't hang up. Uh, TJ, we sh- what what do you think we give to, we give Jay a copy of your book? Absolutely, and and also yeah. I would love to offer you a complimentary session on um, FaceTime as well, Jay. Got that, Jay? So don't oh, hang up. Let loaded. Benny get your information, okay? I'm very grateful. Thank you very much. Oh, I very love honored. you, Jay. Jay, I, Jay, I think Jay was one of the first callers to ever call into the show. Jay, hang on. Don't hang up. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with T.J. Woodward. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Do you often find yourself feeling overwhelmed, overworked, or exhausted? Are you ready to embrace a life filled with more love, connection, and joy? Best of the month list and five-star rated on Amazon, Conscious Being by author TJ Woodward will awaken you to your true nature. To learn more about how to get your copy of Conscious Being, visit ConsciousBeingBook.com today.
called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T H E D R patshow.com for listening times in your area. Enlightening, humorous, and compassionate. Listen live to The Kelly Ballard Show, insight and inspiration from the great beyond. Kelly is a fourth-generation medium and intuitive who covers topics ranging from grief, spirit guides, and listening to your intuition. Kelly can help you get answers and guidance from the other side with a little bit of humor and a lot of healing. Tune in to The Kelly Ballard Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Thank you, Benny. Great song. You know, those of you out there. Um, we are so thrilled to be uh, working with TJ and taking, you know, this is really kind of the very cool thing. This thing, this radio series, the entire radio series we're doing with him is really about awakened living. And, you know, through this series of Awakened Living Radio with my co-host, T.J. Woodward, we, you know, we are going through and we're going to break down some things that maybe you've heard, language you've heard. But it's more about, OK, what does this really mean to you? You know, what does this mean in the life that you live today? And are we even aware of what we're <clears throat> wanting to change in our lives? And so, TJ, one more time, let folks know your website again, how to find out more about you, get a copy of the book, and then let's talk about the ego. Yes, I love that conversation. So my <laughs> website is tjwoodward.com. You can learn about uh, the sessions I offer and also about my spiritual community, Awakened Living in San Francisco. To get a copy of the book, you can go to consciousbeingbook.com. I have an offer right now. You click on the Buy Now and you you get a little bonus if you buy the book in the next few days. So that's something great to know. And yeah, let's talk about the ego. I love it. Ego has gotten a bad rap. And it's gotten a bad rap. It continues to get a bad rap. It's as if we have been trained not to have an ego, not to understand it, you know. And, And I think that we are so confused that we don't even recognize what our ego is, how it shows up, and if it has any value at all. So I would hope you could fill us in on a few things here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, people talk about ego in a lot of different ways. And so I can speak from my current level of consciousness, which I I know we're going to talk about more in this show and other shows. Um, Ego, to me, now, simply put, is my story or my collection of thoughts. So, um, you know, when I talk to my more scientific friends, they let me know that it all actually is happening in the brain, and that's okay. So maybe it's different parts of our brain, but it's that part of my mind that tells me stories about myself and the world. And so a way 
awakening to me isn't about removing the ego, it's about living beyond it. And I think it's a really important distinction. Um, we opened the show, I talked about some of my white light experiences. I had two or three in my life, and my experience was I had this this, this experience what that I would call um, egoless. In other words, I absolutely knew I was connected with all beings. I knew I was one with everything and everyone, and I knew that absolutely nothing needed to change, that I was whole and perfect. Now, my mind crept back in. So I thought that the goal was to have that experience and live there forever. We have heard of people who have come to this world to do that. I just haven't met any of them. So the people that I've met that have these awakening experiences, it's really more about recognizing the ego for what it is. In other words, when I can when I, when I can witness. So to me, consciousness, and I know we're going to talk about that, is my ability to witness and recognize what is ego. And the way I notice it is I get stuck in a story, I'm stuck in a story about myself and the world. Um, and, and so we can talk more about how we disengage the mind, but I don't know. Well, if let's that talk about that. Let's talk about how we disengage the mind, because I think it's important, you know, for us to take a look at you know, with our lives. I mean, some folks say that, you know, the mind is, the mind is, you know, an amazing thing. And yet, I don't know if you're anything like me, TJ, right? I mean, my mind has run the show for a a lot of years of my life. And I actually cannot tell you that uh, I've had many great results from that. But it does have a purpose, doesn't it? Well, without, without, I mean, without our minds, you and I would not be talking right now. (laughs) (laughs) We know that you would not have a show. We know that I could have never written my book. We know right. that the mind is really important. But what happens, and I guess I can say in the unawakened state, is I believe that I am my mind, or I believe that I am my thought. And so the way I, I write in the book Conscious Being about uh, disengaging the mind, and what I mean by that, to me, is really questioning those thoughts. Uh, you asked a question earlier about what is consciousness, and um, I know we're going to be doing an entire show on levels of consciousness at yeah. some point, but just in general, I, you know, there's there's ultimate consciousness, which we would call God or love or light or source, which we're all connected with, and then there's individual consciousness, and another simpler way to say that is what I perceive, you know, what I perceive the world to be. So disengaging the mind is simply being a witness to those thoughts rather than believing they're the truth of who and what I am. And, you know, I know that sometimes, as you mentioned, we, we can talk about this, and it sounds like concepts and ideology, but how do we, you know, let's get real. How does this show up in our real lives? So a simple way for me to, to put it is nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, if I continue to perceive the world in the way that I've always perceived it, I will continue to get the same result. That's okay if I'm happy with where I'm at, but for most of us, we want to live a more connected, a more loving, more dynamic life. So the way to do that is to question everything. So for me, disengaging the mind really is a process of questioning everything. And I use open-ended questions to allow myself to really witness those thoughts and ask myself, are these thoughts even true? And certainly they're not the truth of who I am. Wow. You know, let's let's talk about this from a from a different point of view. Okay. Because okay, if this is not the truth of who I am, 
how do I discover the truth of who I am? Because you and I know this, right? You know, this true nature, this aspect of who I am. You know, is it possible to experience a life where joy and faith and wellness and wholeness is the way that I live my life, regardless of what happens uh, to me? I mean, many people don't know this this woman, this peace pilgrim woman, you know, and many of the stories that she brought forth. But everybody knows Mother Teresa, pretty much. Even if you don't know her, many people know her. And folks have said, boy, you know, you're not Mother Teresa. Well, why not? Because (laughs) there are probably a lot of reasons, TJ, but, you know, because I think she had this conversation we're we're having right here. I think she had this nailed down. Um, Yeah, and... Right? One of the power, yeah, and one of the powerful things to know about Mother Teresa that I've heard is that she had a lot of periods that we would call the dark night of the soul, where she questioned herself and questioned God, questioned the existence of God, questioned questioned her own her own journey. And so she is someone that 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 we that appears to have chosen to be in service to others, to act as love, and to really be connected with that. But it's important to know that she also went through her periods of darkness and doubt, and that really humanizes that experience. And what it tells me, and I, I guess what I want to really want to speak to, is, you know, I opened my book, Conscious Being, the first section is called Enlightenment is Our Natural State. Um, most of us have been taught uh, that we need to follow some prescribed set of beliefs or tools in order to attain enlightenment, what if that is who we are? What if it is the birthright of each and every one of us? That changes the equation dramatically. In other words, it's not about attaining anything, but what I call the great remembering. And that's remembering who and what we are, which is love. And if all of us, when, I'm going to say it this way, when all of us know that, then consciousness on the planet, that's it. It, it, It's shifted the external realm. So, I don't know if that if that is useful uh, in terms of what we call awakening, and maybe we can you can ask me that in a different way so we can get to it. Well, you know, I, there are many things that I'd love for us to talk about, which we will. We're going to take a short break right now, and when we come back, T.J. Woodwin and I are going to take a look at this world of consciousness. You know, how do we change the lens through which we view the world? And, you know, what about our words? You know, what do our words say to us? How do our words speak out for us? Or how do they speak out against us? Have you ever sent that text message out to someone or that email out to someone that you absolutely wish you could get back? Well, there is meaning beyond that. If the word word leaves your tongue or if it doesn't leave your tongue but resides in your mind, it has an impact when we come back. Uh, TJ will tell us exactly what that impact is. in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? 
Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Benny. Great music. Uh, T.J. Woodward joining me here today. T.J., what a great show. Now, I, I mentioned earlier that what we're going to be doing is we're going to lay in out. We're going to be laying out a whole radio series with you. Um, and, you know, that's why we're calling it Awakened Living Radio. And so for many of you out there, we're really look at conscious being and what does that mean? And if you want to find out more about the book, Conscious Being Book, Dot com is the website. You'll be able to find that, tjwoodward.com. is the way you find out about TJ. And so during each radio segment that we do on this, we're going to be tackling some of the more difficult conversations about this. Because, you know, we're not all the Dalai Lama. We're not like Mother Teresa. You know, we, you know, we may have the essence of how to become the consciousness of those folks, but we may or may not be there yet. So this series we're doing with TJ is to say, yeah, each of us does have this. Now, we get to figure out how to bring more light into our lives, more love into our lives, and then give it back to the world. TJ, thank you so much for for this show. Great, great show. But, you know, this is really a couple things that we should be talking about. You know, how do we change the lens through which we see the world? But the other part of this really does have to do with language. Um, You know, and as a matter of fact, I got an email this morning that was actually quite disturbing to me. So I have to be very mindful of what I'm going to do in my response back. Because what is going to show up? Well, the ego might show up. I don't know that I want that to show up. So I would love for you to help us, you know, to understand how to tap into that source energy. Great. Thank you. And it's my pleasure to do so. I guess I would open this conversation with a couple of key points. One is a recognition that we're always choosing whether we realize it or not. And that, to me, is one of the clear I guess I could call it the benefit of waking up, and that is recognizing that I'm always choosing. Now, that also comes with some, some pain because, you know, when they say ignorance is bliss, and they say that for a reason. So when I, when I, when I was able to successfully blame the world for all of my problems, it was, in some ways, a much more comfortable way to live. Uh, I have a, a friend that said he would call his spiritual practice, I am accountable, and I just love that. So... Um, waking up is recognizing that I am viewing the world through a lens, and that lens is created by my ego or my stories about the world. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I want to touch on is um, what quantum physics is now, uh, really what mystics have been saying for centuries, quantum physics is now uh, proving, I guess, uh, scientifically, and that is the observer has an effect, and what we focus on grows. So this, you know, and that's, of course, very overly simplified, but it is a very powerful, a, a powerful tool in that is using language. And so what I notice is that, like, and the way I'll put it is this, if I decide the world is brutal and hostile, I can find plenty of evidence to support that. If I decide the world is kind and loving, I can just find plenty of evidence to support that. So my question that I have for myself or anyone I'm working with is what kind of 
alternative world do I want to live in? The role of language is really powerful because what I've noticed, what, what, what I did is I made a commitment to myself. Uh, at this point, there are six words that I have chosen to remove from my vocabulary. Now, that's a practice. That's why we call it spiritual practice. And, and I write in the book, Conscious Being, that I attended workshops where they say put a rubber band on your wrist and flick it. I actually prefer something a little more gentle, and that is really being aware, aware of how I feel in my body and the impact my words have on my environment. So my current words are should, must, good, bad, right, and wrong. When I use these words, it automatically takes me out of what I would call an enlightened or awakened state. It limits me. It creates an other or a separation. So, for example, good and bad. You know, I spent my life, I was taught what was good and what was bad. I spent my life judging things as good or bad. And lo and behold, Pat, I woke up one day and thought, wow, that experience that I called bad actually turned out to be the most transformative experience of my life. Wow, maybe it wasn't so bad after all. So removing that word and coming up with something that actually defines it much better, but also serves me being more conscious. And what I mean by being more conscious is recognizing that I am choosing the way I experience and see the world based on my perspective. So you could say, change your perspective, change your life. Very simply put. I love it. And, you know, this is really something that if we think about this, you know, there is a level of mindfulness now that has to come to the forefront so that we can catch ourselves with that and then not Absolutely. beat ourselves up. You know, we all, we've heard about shoulda, woulda, coulda. I heard something the other day that's interesting. You know, there's another word that shows up quite often. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but it's gotten me in trouble. It's the word why. It's why. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the word why isn't something that we look at when we're exploring the cosmos, right? But even Einstein would tell you that the word why really, you know, doesn't have much use. And when we use it in dialogue and when we use it in relationships or when we use it, you know, why, why, would that, why did that thing happen to me, TJ? Or yeah. why does that person feel that way? Do we ever really get anything but a circular answer? And right. why doesn't or has never gotten me to a place of understanding? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, I just love that you're bringing that up. Uh, two <laughs> things that I'm going to speak to. Because I, I actually, in, in my book, Conscious Being, I talk about the process of living in the question. And one of the tools I offer is to use an open-ended question so it can be answered with yes or no. And my recommendation is that it not start with why. Because why is the ego wanting to have an answer? If I just figure this out, then I can change it. The mind always, the mind's role is to try to figure it out, right? Living in the question opens up so much more possibility. So I love that you're saying that. So I always change why to who, what, or how. So other than why is this happening to me, I could ask, how do I want to be with this experience? What am I making this mean? Um, the other thing you spoke to, which is so incredibly important, is as I am using this process of removing these words from my vocabulary, for me it's very important that I always treat myself with kindness and compassion. That's why I don't use the flicking the rubber band technique. Rather than, rather than that, I say, wow, how is this making me feel when I say this? What are, what are the experiences I have in my life when I'm looking at good and bad and right and wrong? So you brought up such an important point to, you know, be gentle and loving with ourselves during this process. I think it's very, very crucial. Yeah. 
What a great show. Wow. Thank you so much. I know we're going to be talking about a number of other things as the weeks, you know, the weeks and months to come. And I wanted to thank you for today. I have one last question for you. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you so much. Please give out your website again, too. Uh, Thank you. The personal message that I'd like to give or to leave is really to take a moment and look in the mirror and recognize that you are a divine being and that you came into this world whole and perfect with a divine calling, a divine purpose. And that purpose is to love or to be loved. Um, And the message that I have is that it is possible to return to that true nature and to live beyond the construct of our mind and really be in the world as this. And I know that you said we're not all Dalai Lama and Mother Teresa. What I want to offer is that ultimately we are. We are that. It's my mind and my, I guess you could call it domestication, as the book The Four Agreements calls it, that prevents me from experiencing that. So it's just my honor to be in the world serving as a catalyst and a witness to this transformation that's happening. Uh, And again, my website is tjwoodward.com. And Pat, it's been such an honor being here with you and all of your listeners today. Yeah, they're amazing, and so are you. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts, your compassion, and what you've learned. Because, you know, it is stories like this and conversations like this that inspire so many people listening to take a different look at what's possible in the world. Thank you so much for today. Wow. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Benny, for pushing all the right buttons. And I want to thank all of you out there for your loyal support for the show, for tuning us in, for turning us on. Um, If you're wondering how you can find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com. Please download our phone app because that app will get you to listen to all of the great hosts on Transformation Talk Radio in your car, wherever you go. Uh, We've made it super easy for you, and we're going to even make it easier here in the months to come. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. 